Hello, this is Daryl Castle with today's Castle Report. Today is Friday, December 15th, 2017. And on today's report, I will be talking about how our civilization is starting to crumble at the foundation. It seems that when advancements are made by humanity, sometimes taking thousands of years to achieve, these advancements are often given back are destroyed in only a few decades. Western civilization, for example, is based on a shared moral consensus as its foundation. When that consensus is destroyed or even weakened, the foundation of our civilization crumbles. The moral consensus underpinning Western civilization has now been replaced by a set of amoral rules which make up our new amoral code. The new set of rules is absolutely binding on most of us, but for a few, they are not so binding. The rules we are now expected to live by make up the system of politically correct multiculturalism that totally dominates our society. Violate one of these rules at the peril of losing your job and often having your life ruined as well. Since there's no morality anymore, only rules, We have lost our ability to separate right from wrong, and not just the ruling elite either. Even the man and woman on the street who raise their children, go to work each day, vote, serve on juries, seem to have lost discernment. For example, they allow their civic leaders to declare their cities sanctuary cities, meaning those who have entered this country illegally, whether they are honest, hardworking people, are seven-time felons can flee to that city for protection. Sanctuary cities don't want illegal immigrants to be subject to deportation, even if they have seven prior felony convictions, as did Jose Garcia Zarate when he killed Kate Steinle. Mr. Zarate had been deported five times, illegally returned to the United States each time. He was nearing release from prison for his seventh felony when the Federal Immigration Authorities, or ICE, requested that he be released to them so that he could be deported for the sixth time. The people of San Francisco, through their elected representatives, said no. No, he can stay here with us in our sanctuary city. That decision cost a young woman named Kate Steinle her life. Mr. Zarate fired a previously stolen 40 caliber six-hour handgun into a crowd of people walking on the pier in San Francisco. The bullet apparently ricocheted off a piece of concrete and struck Miss Stanley in the back, fatally wounding her. He then threw the stolen gun into San Francisco Bay and ran away, but it was all captured on videotape. First, he said he fired the gun on purpose, but was aiming at a seal, but then he changed his story to say that he found the gun on the pier, and when he picked it up, it accidentally fired. It seems pretty clear that Mr. Zarate did not intend to kill Kate Steinle, but firing a handgun into a crowd of people has to at least constitute negligent homicide or extremely reckless homicide or grossly negligent second-degree murder with implied malice, doesn't it? Under the law in most areas, shooting into a crowd would carry implied malice for murder, but no, no, the jury said not guilty, not guilty of anything except being a felon in possession of a handgun. I guess their reasoning was that possession of a gun is a crime, but using a gun to kill is not. The felon in possession charge carries a sentence 
uh, three years for which Mr. Zarate was given credit for time served and has probably been released by now. So, if Mr. Zarate walks the streets of his sanctuary city a free man, while Kate Steinle is in her grave completely dead, apparently our culture has become so perverted we can't even begin to tell the difference between right and wrong, perhaps the many years most of us spend under government control in government schools, subjected to relentless government propaganda has destroyed our capacity for moral and rational thought. All I know for sure is that rational thought and logic are sorely lacking in many people. I would be remiss if I did not mention that Mr. Zarate was very well defended by Matt Gonzalez, an old acquaintance of mine. I met Matt in 2008 when he was chairman of the San Francisco City Council and Ralph Nader's running mate. I debated him and Wayne Allen Root of the Libertarian Party at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, the last weekend of October 2008. The three of us more or less bonded during that time. We had more in common than we all probably thought we did. Matt is now seeking to have his client's gun possession charge dismissed on the theory that Momentary possession is not a crime. If you pick it up just to dispose of it, then you don't really have possession, and that is not a crime. Under Matt's theory, Matt Gonzalez is a very fine lawyer. He has impeccable education credentials. He has a Columbia undergraduate degree and a law degree from Stanford, and he is well qualified to be public defender. The La Raza Lawyers Association, which is trying to turn California into Mexico, named him Lawyer of the Year. Matt believes that no one should be deported, whether legal or illegal, whether law-abiding or violent felon. I doubt if it bothers him at all to know that Mr. Zarate will undoubtedly commit additional felonies, perhaps violent ones, to Matt. It's all about immigrant rights, which are paramount. No matter what logic was used in the argument, I don't think he could be persuaded to change his mind. For example, what about this story? What if someone broke into your house, stole your property, and shot your wife or husband? That's bad enough. But what if the person then said, I'm going to live here with you, and you have to support me and my family and anyone else I want to bring here, and there's nothing you can do about it because it's my right. I suppose the chance that a violent felon will steal a gun and kill somebody is just the price we have to pay for the wonderful opportunity to have completely open borders. Any law that would allow such a thing is irrational, insane, and tantamount to suicide for the civilization that allowed such law. When civilization abandons its morality, then its foundation crumbles and it is lost. However, it's not my intention to question the jury's verdict or the American criminal justice system. I question only the rationale behind Mr. Zarate even being in this country. I fail to see one thing of value he brings to the United States. He has nothing positive to add to our country, so why allow him to remain here as a predatory parasite on this society? Why do we continue to import these people by the thousands, even millions? Unless, of course, we hate our civilization and want it to die. How many more, like Mr. Zarate, wander the streets of our cities right now? Thousands, I'll guess. 
Okay, let's talk about Mr. Akayed Ula, formerly of Bangladesh, now of Brooklyn, New York. Mr. Ula came to the United States seven years ago as part of the diversity lottery, which is supposed to help our country become more diverse. He's been working as a taxi driver in New York City. He was walking through Grand Central Station one morning when he saw a group of Christmas-themed posters. Being a devout member of the religion of peace, he could not allow that to happen. He decided then and there to take action for ISIS on behalf of all Muslims around the world. He followed the instructions he found online, which told him to attack holiday markets and also how to build the bomb. To do it, he used a nine-volt battery, some match heads, some sugar, some Christmas tree lights, and some screws to fashion his suicide bomb. He then went to the Times Square area of Manhattan and descended down into the subway station where he intended to kill as many innocent people as possible, unfortunately for Mr. Ula, but fortunately for the rest of us. He is an incompetent bomb maker, and so his bomb exploded prematurely and only partially at that, causing no deaths and injuring a few people, including Mr. Ula. He was taken into custody and interrogated by the police and counter-terrorist investigators. He told them just what I've told you. He acted in the name of ISIS, representing, of course, the religion of peace and on behalf of all Muslims around the world, especially Palestinians. While questioning Mr. Ullah, the police were very careful to allow him the opportunity to pray several times interrupting the questioning so his Islamic obligations could be met. President Trump said that lax immigration policies are to blame for this attack. I agree in part and disagree in part. Mr. Ullah and the religion of peace are to blame for this attack. But lax immigration policies allowed them to happen. They allowed the opportunity. The New York Police Department said that the bomb had, that had the bomb gone off as he expected, it would have killed people. We do not have to allow people such as Mr. Zarate and Mr. Ulai into this country. The people who invite them to come here are destroying our civilization, and they are at least partially guilty of the crimes. Perhaps they should be sued for damages by the families of the dead and wounded. How many are out there in your city, folks? In your town, in your taxi, walking on your pier, no one knows. No one seems to care. Finally, folks, we must control our borders and decide for ourselves who comes into this country and who does not. At least that's the way I see it. Till next time, folks, this is Daryl Castle. Thanks for listening.